This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3312 for Tuesday, the 13th of April 2021. Today's show is entitled COVID Doldrums. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 71 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is MRX and Dave Morris have a chat over Mumble in these trying times. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. everybody and welcome to Hacker Public Radio. Now today is a, a chat between myself, who's Dave Morris, and Mr X. Hi Mr X, how are you doing? Hi Dave, doing fine, thank you very much. It's uh, very nice to catch up with you again after our um, first 33 minutes of uh, trying to get Flaming Mumble to work. Apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Mumble seems to be a strange and wonderful beast. You know, you have to, you have to sort of uh, make sacrifices to it or something to make it work. I, I don't know what you have to do, but yeah, we, we all fall down the the nasty mumble hole from time to time. Yeah, it, it's strange because uh, it, it seemed to be the order at which we connected, you know, or connecting, disconnecting. Sometimes I could hear Dave, sometimes I couldn't, and, and it, it was really bizarre. But the strange thing is, I, I tend to use, if I use Mumble, I tend to use it on the tablet just because it's convenient. But for better quality, I'm using Mumble on the PC here. And uh, the, the audio quality, this end, Dave's audio is really, really clear. Uh, so, I mean, I was telling Dave that I use, uh, I'm, I'm forced to use Skype for business on a regular basis. And I can say this is far better quality, you know. <laughs> yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah, it's uh, it's a great thing. Mumble is a, is a wonderful thing. I don't think enough people know about it. But there you go. So we have been planning to do this since about, I don't know, last year. We last actually got together to talk on August the 23rd, the 3rd, according to my notes here, last year. Oh, it was year. as far as that. Yeah. It doesn't feel that long, does it? But then time is a bit bizarre in the in this pandemic. But uh, we'd been thinking of doing this before Christmas and, you know, and things. Yeah, and yeah. It's just, just really hard to... To um, to get coordinated to to do these things, but it, it is. And the, these was it was it what's that? Uh, one of the audio book clubs have talked about the, that 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 story. Was it times as they are or something? That was one of the sayings that the the the, uh, yes. the, the author had. It times as they are. Yeah. I keep finding myself saying that over, over and over because you know? <laughs> it is really really bizarre. You know, the situation we're all in. You know, yeah. although although the strange thing is that. Uh, you know, had you been an expert in that field, you'd say, oh, well, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already, you know? Yeah, I, I keep listening to podcasts where they suddenly pop up stuff about the, the plague in Roman times. What was it? The Justinian oh. plague, which was a bubonic plague. But, you know, they right. were all, you know, they were talking about how they coped with it and how they dealt with it and and, and all that sort of thing, you know? And 
not knowing what caused it made made life a lot difficult. But uh, you know, still quite there. Yeah, quite a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it's really strange. I, I had I think I've maybe mentioned this before. But I had a, a a new scientist article on my desk that I read. It was that bird flu outbreak that happened a number of years back, and it was like a double spread um, thing on 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 the, on, the, on the bird flu pandemic. And uh, it was how to protect your family. In fact, and I've got it here because I had, I had to bring it home. I had to empty, clear my desk out. So some of my desk stuff has been decanted and brought home that I think about it and I just I just kept finding it and kept moving it from place to place because I thought one day this will come in handy and, and of course it's now coming handy because <laughs> one of the things they said was you know it, um, they said you know it might how, how is it the word that you know that there is some mileage to perhaps getting uh, should a pandemic happen that it, 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 there might be some mileage in, in getting uh, getting the, uh, the infection first hand as long as you survive it because at least at that point there'll be a health service available to, to deal with it. I thought that's going to do it look. Yeah, though, though yes it doesn't quite apply to the this COVID thing though does it? No, no, no. Because yeah. uh, the, 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 the side effects can be quite devastating in, in many cases but yeah. yeah you can see where that thinking's come from. Yeah well I, mean, I think it was slightly tongue in cheek but if it was really that bad if the health service fell over completely then you would be the lucky one who was who's uh, who'd been seen in hospital first you know the first ones would be the lucky ones really you know mm, but mm. Uh, yeah yeah quite an interesting uh, outlook of it, you know I, I do remember that particular uh, point and I thought well that's that's kind of interesting you know It used to be the case when I was a kid that um if anybody got chicken pox there was a tendency for for parents to go and take uh, take the kids who hadn't had it yet around to visit them, so they would catch ah, it as well. I'm sure, wow. and because it's a fairly trivial disease, mostly, although it can turn into something really nasty if you get it get it in a strong form. And of course, you always get shingles as a as a consequence. Right, right. Uh, well, not always, but the, the, there's a very very strong chance that. You know, fifty years down the road, you're going to end up with shingles. So, yeah. uh, if you can avoid I, it, you, then so much the better. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was it. Not um, was it not things in the media about about people having COVID parties and stuff so that they could catch it and get it out of the way, sort mm-hmm, of thing. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, I do remember <laughs> this in in a vague way. I don't think it ever happened to me that that uh, I was taken somewhere. To, yeah, it's time to catch your. <laughs> Chickenpox. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, I don't do remember it much. being talked about. Wow. Yeah, I know. So yes, so we've made a list of all these things that we were we might want yep. to talk about, haven't we? We've got. To, in fact, we started with Christmas and New Year. Or did I start? I think I started this one. No, there was an earlier one that we that we rejected because things had got out of date. I think, hadn't they? But we were just going to comment about Christmas. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we had been trying to arrange this, and I had my own sort of, sort of wee notes sort of thing. And then when 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 Dave uh, sort of shared a note with that with myself, then. Uh, of course, uh, it, it allowed me to sort of a bit, be a bit more focused, and uh, so, so, so I sort of kind of sent, so I arranged mine in a similar sort of uh, order sort of thing. So yeah, so yeah, go go ahead. How, how was how was Christmas and New Year for for, for you then? <laughs> we don't make much of Christmas, to be honest. I uh, my son and his girlfriend disappear at Christmas because 
her parents are very, very, very keen Christmas celebrators. And so he always reckons, all oh, right, well, I better go and, uh, you know, hang out with the family. And so he says, says to me, oh, dad's okay if I come in after Christmas. <laughs> she said, yes, fine, not a problem. So we, we have a, usually have a get together on Boxing Day. 26, if you don't know what Boxing Day is. I don't think they, it's not, not a name in America. Um, but anyway, it's, uh, so that's what we did this year. Made an interesting, interesting meal, which turned out to be extraordinarily difficult to make with just me doing it. <laughs> oh, right. No, I, could, oh, no, I, 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 I wouldn't even imagine doing that. I mean, I, I think I can manage beans and toast and, and stuff like that, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty rubbish, you know, cooking, unfortunately. The uh, the concept of it was great and easy, you know. I, if you ever get into into cooking complicated things, um, the, the the coordination of it all so that it all comes together at the right time is difficult, and it always throws me. I have to say, there was one time I did a family meal, which was a a series of curries, you know, a, it was a, a curry based meal. But I had about mm-hmm. six dishes. And you had to start this, the first one the day before and the second one, it took so many hours and the third, you know. And so I, I wrote this complicated spreadsheet that showed wow. the, a time order. So start this one at this point and put the thingy on, the, you know. <laughs> I still got That's... it. And I, and I look at it and think, what on earth was I thinking? <laughs> Oh, that's incredible! <laughs> wow, yeah, that's amazing. It's funny. I I can appreciate that because you know when I, when I put a, a frozen chicken thing in the oven and the chips have got to go at a higher temperature, you know, I, I bring it up to full temperature, put the chips in, then I put the chicken thing in, I drop the temperature down, and then in the last ten minutes bring it back up again, and then that way you get it all cooked evenly, not yes. soggy wet chips. And which I, <laughs> I I won't say who does that, but I have had meals like this, you know. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. Well, you need two ovens, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, yeah, this is it. Yeah. So I said to the, the the guys, "Did you enjoy that?" And they said, "Yeah, yeah." But I was incredibly late with it. And they said, "Tell you what, let's do it again." Oh, what? But and we'll all join in and and do it as a joint effort. You know, we'll each have a particular thing we're going to do. So so New Year's Day we did that, and it was that was a lot of fun actually. It was great fun. Ah, right, it, you right. know, everybody had their own task and. Uh, we were we did trip over one another a little bit because my kitchen's not very big, but uh, it was it was it was a lot more fun than uh, just having the one person slaving over it all, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that was that, that. That was actually quite a highlight. I mean, the, the content of the food was 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 less than the the fun of actually doing it in it together. together yeah yeah well because we we have a i always joke about our caravan kitchen because it's, it's it's pretty small as well and we kind of getting tipping up between each other but it's, it's good when you split up the the, the, the tasks and uh, you know when it comes to cooking i'm quite happy to help out um but i need i need let's say a sense of direction uh, so i'm rubbish at, at cooking on my own but uh I, th- I think also tend to be a bit too exact and things, you know, it's uh, just, well, just slap things together, you know. Yes, yes, yes. There is definitely that. My kids laugh at me because I am re- a real stickler for cutting things up in nice, organised, regular fashion and stuff. You know, my carrots yes, have to be sliced yes, yes. I'd, I'd and be then like that too. cut cubed. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's almost as if I'm measuring with calibers to make sure they're all the same size. <laughs> I've never reached that stage, but you know, it, it just looks better if they're all the same. 
Absolutely, I, yeah. I quite agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> they they laugh at me for for doing this, so I try yeah. not to not to do do too much of that type of thing. Oh, it's very it's very good. It's very good. Yeah, I, I think um, I think well, of course we've. I mean, uh, although I well, it's very very rare now that we have uh, things like you know frozen chicken and, and chips. Well, in fact, I think my wife tends to do it. Uh, she's got this. This recipe where you it's, it's potatoes <clears throat> and you and I, I can't tell you because I didn't I don't make them so but it's you've got this recipe it's, it's potatoes with the skins uh, and and you sprinkle um I think what well, you, 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 you you obviously run them under water and the secret is to dry them off on a towel and then you sprinkle seasoning on it and you cook it I'm not sure how she cooks it is it the oven I'm not sure but the point is it I think it Part of it is that the the seasoning makes it look like it's golden brown, but it maybe it isn't. Mm, mm-hmm. But it, but it, it looks and tastes like a a, 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 a a chip, and yet it's not got any oil in it. I don't think so. It's oh, um, really healthy, and um, you know, I mean, we eat a lot of um, it's mostly vegetarian uh, dishes that, we, that that are made in from from scratch sort of thing. So our, our diet has in the last year or so, you know, greatly improved. But, but to be fair, we haven't eaten a lot of frozen things and stuff for, for many years. I think prior to that, we, we did a lot of, um, you know, uh, what do you call them, crockpot type, type meals, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't done one of those for a long time, actually. But, uh, yeah, I, I like to um, like to just come up with, well, get clues for new new meals from the from YouTube or whatever and uh, and having a little experiment with them and then maybe do them as something for the for the family. Those those are fun things to, to do. Well, yeah, I, I was just saying to my to to, to my wife uh, today. I was saying, you know, it's uh, I was explaining the the the, the likeness to, to to recipes and open source uh, software. I think it kind of went in one year and out the other, so to speak. But <laughs> oh yeah, see, so, you know, you you share it because she was talking about the recipe she'd made that isn't quite like the one that was it was based on such and such, but she modified it. And I said, well, that's what you do with software. And I was like, oh right, okay, glazed eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I I've actually been watching. Um... There was a time I used to go to the Far East fairly, fairly often, and um, I quite like Asian food. And I've been watching a series of, of cooking stuff uh, from a Korean person who um, on on YouTube, and they do sort of small, small, quick meals and stuff. But there's one of them was how to make fried rice the easiest way, and yeah. the the thing boiled down to the fact that um, if you take some pre-cooked rice and put it in a bowl and then you break two or three eggs or something, depending on how many people you're serving, into it and just mix the whole lot together. So you end up with this sort of eggy, eggy, eggy rice. Then you chuck that into a pan and cook it and slowly and then gradually the egg sets around the rice and you, you, it's, it's probably, it would probably make somebody who makes fried rice as a as <laughs> professionally absolutely horrified but it actually works out quite well and i made that for my daughter the other the other uh, week and she she thought it was fantastic she really enjoyed it you know so, oh, right. so those sorts of things where you think oh i could adapt that and put this that and the other in 
and uh, and and end up with something that's nice and it, it worked oh. it for once. That's a, that's a really good. So what you just we we oil and 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 I walk about about this and just mm-hmm. just click. All oh, right, right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I must say that to uh, to Mrs X and see if she'll uh, cook something like that up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I even have a go myself, I suppose. If I'm really I, desperate, yeah. you know. <laughs> I like turning these things into written recipes because my memory is so awful. I can never remember what I did last time. So uh, uh, the it's an early stage of recipe, but I'd be happily happy to share it if you if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. By all by all means, yeah. yeah. Just either pop an email or whatever you know yeah good. yeah yeah so yeah so things like that are, are quite fun so uh yeah it it's 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 an interesting voyage coming up with new ideas or you know finding an, a new idea and then working with it or developing it a bit or, or that type of thing you know it's uh, there's loads and loads of sources of information too if you if you hunt around the internet yeah, yeah. That, I always, my wife's always looking at various recipe things. It's, I don't know. It's somehow or other, I just can't. I don't know, I just. I, I don't know. It just. I don't know. I just. I just can't quite get. I, mean, I, I certainly enjoy eating them. You know, but uh, I'm just not. Uh, I don't know. I, not with myself, but I'm just not got the confidence. I think that's part of the reason as well. I think I'm going to make a, a mess of it, sort of thing. But you know, I, I don't know. It's just just one of these things. I guess everyone's different. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. You need to be prepared for failures. I mean, sometimes things go completely wrong and it's horrible. <laughs> Usually I make them for myself, and if it's really horrible, then, you know, I, I probably won't do it for the family. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, so, but it's, you know, it's 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 an interesting, um, quite a fun thing to do, mm. I find. Mm-hmm. So uh, I suppose maybe we should, uh, we're kind of go off topic. We're talking about Christmas and New Year, aren't we? I suppose. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, tell me about your, your Christmas and New Year. Well, it, it, it was, it was, it was quite quiet. I mean, uh, usually, um, uh, I, I usually, visit, well, we used to, we used to all get together <clears throat> and, uh, visit, uh, come to, to, to our house, you know, my, my mother and, uh, wife's mother and father and, uh, but I think these days they tend to just, you know, my wife goes to her mother and father and I go to, to my mother. Um, so, uh, of course, my mother, uh, kind of lives on her own. So, uh, it's just, I suppose, speaking, you can, you can, you can bubble. And, um, so my, my obviously my, 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 I've got a brother, he, he normally comes up for Christmas, but obviously under these circumstances, he didn't come up, but, um, so and I, I think usually my my brother tends to help out with the with the cooking. Well, he's he's quite a dab hand at cooking, and I was a bit conscious that I, I didn't want to leave all that to my mother. And I did mm-hmm. say, you know, I I could help out and blah blah blah. She said, no, no, it's no bother at all. So but to keep it really simple, I mean, so I had my happy with beans and toast. Doesn't mean anything fancy, but you know, we got a, she made a lovely traditional um, Christmas meal with uh, turkey and stuff and all that sort of stuff. And uh, our uh, piece of rest, the restaurant says that you know the the there was the um, the uh, what do you call it? It's the uh, oh a trifle, trifle mm-hmm. with with oh, uh, wow. with with um of lo- loads of cream on the top and and marshmallows, of course, to, to die for. You know, <laughs> so that <was> <laughs> well, that sounds great. Yeah, I've never made one of those. My mum used to used to make trifle all the time. I know the sort of basic principle of it. Never done it myself though. But uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It might so be something. Yeah, it might be something my lot would like. Yeah, so I mean, so it was quite a, it felt like a bit, bit of a, a frantic, um, up, up and, you know, up to Christmas sort of thing. And then, then there was the, the release when we had the, had the break. And it was because, uh, because I was kind of uh, working from home, 
uh, nobody uh, really took any holidays. So consequently, there was a big uh, um, release of holidays at the end of the year. And so I ended up, uh, I can't remember, was it three or four weeks, something like that? It was a, a, lot, of, a lot of days anyway. So it was it was really nice to uh, to get a chance to, to unwind and whatnot. Yeah, <clears throat> and, that's really uh, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in fact, you know, uh, when I was doing the, uh, the upgrades on my on my devices, uh, which I was in the shows that I did. Well, I mean, I think when I first did the first one, I, I felt I was still kind of a bit hyper uh, from 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 work and whatnot. So uh, it took me a day or so to sort of. Sort of calm down and so you know. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, so that that was good. And I was glad to get my this was up up to date. But it's such a flaming nuisance, you know. It just takes so much time, you know. So that was yeah. that, that was good to get that out of the way. I was glad yes. of that really. Yes, yes, and it made some good shows too. Some some interesting uh, problems you solved there. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It was good fun. I, I'd like to get more chance to do a bit more. Uh, get back into com, 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 uh, you know, use, use a computer, but I, I just t- t- time is so so difficult. So uh, get, get getting the time nearly. So, uh, so shall we move on to the next topic? And is that I think we've got that titled pandemic. Yes, yes. There's so much to say about this. But I think it's probably. Yeah. I, I, I've I've gone on and on about this on in various contexts, so I'll probably keep it fairly brief. Um, I, I'm just because of my age and the fact that I've got various illnesses, I've just been keeping low all the time, you know. Um, but uh, I did get my first um, vaccination um, very uh, very recently in the beginning of February, or second of February. So I'm yeah. hoping for my uh, my second one before too long. About end of April, maybe that sort of time. I think. I haven't heard when yet, but uh, I'm sure I'll get to know in, in due course. So that's it's nice, to, you know, from the point of view of oh, I'm probably less at risk now. So you know, it's, it's though I haven't really started changing what I'm doing very much. Well, we're still locked down, though, aren't we? Yeah. If we, when you when you when you when you, I just I don't know. Just this thing is going uh, to my head there when you say I, I, I haven't changed yet. And I, I'm thinking, you know, I had this image of you know like a, a werewolf looking for hairs in the back of your hands, and 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 as, <laughs> as, as, as your fingernails grow, and we have to take it in the back. <laughs> no, that hasn't happened. No, no. Well, it was the I had the Oxford AstraZeneca uh, yeah. vaccine, which is. Built, built around a, a chimp virus so oh, yeah right. definitely hairy backs of hands are, are <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, it's just a cold virus that um that chimps get that we we uh it doesn't bother us and it the thing has been genetically engineered to produce the uh the antigen that causes the immune system to to get busy and uh and protect you from the the coronavirus so Yes, yeah. indeed, indeed, yeah, indeed. Yeah, uh, it's, well, I think all of my immediate family, uh, apart from me, have all had their uh, their vaccines. Uh, so <clears throat> it's just just waiting for me getting my my first one. So I don't think it'll be too too long now. My um, my uh, sister in law, she, she she got vaccinated uh, I think last week, oh, okay. and she's she's slightly. Uh, younger than myself, maybe a year or so. She's mm-hmm. down down in, in England, so uh, you know they've got diff- different areas of doing different things, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to. I, I guess I I would imagine I might need to travel a little bit further because it, it does seem like the uh, depending on your age, the, if you're 
you know, but I certain age, they try and keep it local to where you are. I mean, my mother had to go to, she, she went to a GP, which obviously that's, that's quite a good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I think anybody over 80 was being uh, being vaccinated in the local health centre in, in Scotland. I think that was the Right, thing. right. Okay. Uh, but uh, the uh, the 70 to 80 bracket all have to go to uh, to some some central point uh, to, to get right. those. So I went to the Edinburgh Conference Centre, which I'd never been in. Huge place. It's and really, really well organised. It seemed to be. It's quite an, mm-hmm. quite impressive. It's the way they did right. it. Right, right, very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just need to wait and see where where, where I'm get sent. I'm, I'm, I'll be glad to go wherever. You know, I'll feel, I'll feel a bit strange because um, <clears throat> obviously we're all. Uh, we're staying very, very local at the moment, you know, because uh, you can't go outside your region. So, mm-hmm. um, so that, of course, that's that's a thing that um, I wasn't, I, I, I didn't know what would happen work wise, but I was a bit concerned about uh, should I be called into work um, to to work in 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 in, in, in the office basically because uh, I knew Christmas was coming up and I was planning to. To obviously visit my mother over Christmas. And I know that wasn't recommended, but I was thinking, well, if I haven't been absolutely anywhere, and I haven't, I mean, I, I'm not even been to the shops. Uh, we, 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 we do uh, kind of click and collect. It's, it's, a, it's a drop-off service where you sort of, for people who don't know, you go to the shop and you open your boot and and, and load the, the the groceries in and close it and drive off again. So you're not even going into the shop to to, to do it, to pick up your groceries. It's all done online. So really not mixing with anybody at all indoors so i I figured that was pretty safe you know Mm, yes yes sounds sounds like it sounds like it i mean it's good to have recommended ways of behaving so that you you don't accidentally go and do something that's dangerous but once you've you've got the general principles of this thing then i think you can use your your own um, yeah, knowledge and understanding to to know how to how to uh, to behave. Well, you know, but what is this? I mean, I, I always think that rules are there to to stop stupid people doing stupid things. You know, it's uh, you know, it can't cover all eventualities. You you might be following the rules, but doing something actually quite quite risky. And likewise, you mm-hmm. you might not be following the rules, but it's pretty safe. I think. Yeah, I think that that sounds reasonable. We certainly uh, the early stages that. Because my kids don't live with me, um, we were keeping apart. You know, just sort of talking to one another on the on the phone or on Telegram or something like that, and not actually meeting up. But uh, then we stopped and had to think about it, and thought, ah, I think we can. We and, and there was all this talk about bubbles at that point. You know, as long as you you you're careful about what the likely likelihood of infection people you're associating with is and well, uh, well, this is it i mean it depends what, what the people you're associating with are. i mean if they're meeting lots of members of the public then mm-hmm. obviously that's slightly mm-hmm. more risky sort of thing but if they're not meeting very many people either so then it's this is it yeah well both of my children are one still working on his um msc in computer science but it's all remote so he's not going anywhere my daughter finished her msc and she's job hunting at the moment and of course that's all re- remote as well so interviews are ah. conducted over over um zoom and, and that type of stuff you know so well, there neither you go, then. We're going anywhere and my son's girlfriend's a, a, a doctor well she's about to be you get a full full uh, doctor's license or whatever you get um sometime this year the 
the work in a medical center, they're so careful, amazingly careful, you know, so that the likelihood of being exposed to anything there is very, very low indeed, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is it. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that sounds, sounds very sensible indeed. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. Excellent. That's, I mean, you've you got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, you, you need to still, still live, you know, so yeah, it sounds very yeah. sensible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the second jab thing, I see your, your notes here about the the second jab, is the one you you need before you uh, you can be sure that you've got the full effect of the, uh, right, the vaccine. Right. Um, but uh, in some cases, some people get a really uh, strong response from it and and end up feeling quite ill for for a couple of days. Um, but it it seems to vary hugely with person and and vaccine. I think to some extent as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I was watching a, a Horizon program just just the other day with with my mum because I was oh sorry I, I let the button go there so I was at, I was at my mother's and she was uh, watching uh she says oh I kept this for you it was a Horizon th- things we know about COVID and so they, they say the couple of things that stood out to me was so we don't, they didn't know how long the vaccine protects against virus spreading but it's likely to protect against serious illness for a good long time, longer than they maybe even think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said something about the 12 weeks between the jabs, which they're doing in the UK, because at first they, you know, they, they didn't know whether that was really... The, the, the hunch was... I think that's the way the UK seems to have played things. You know, it's uh, on, on the balance of probability, we think this is likely to be the case. We don't know for definite, uh, but we'll, 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 we'll take the risk. And, 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 and Whereas other countries have said, well, you know, until we get the evidence, we're not doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, we've been lucky, and, and and these things have panned out the way we expect we, we expected, you know. But they yeah. were saying that the, yeah. the second jab, this is now, I, I, you'll know more, maybe more about this than me. But my understanding was the second jab doesn't provoke a stronger response. It's that the first jab produces a good response and poor responses. Uh, but by waiting twelve weeks for the second jab, the the poor responses die away, and you only get the good responses, which gives you a, a better protection or something to that effect, anyway. Yeah, I saw some some discussion about this specifically with the AstraZeneca um, vaccine, which um, which has had further testing since since uh, it first became available, and the tests seem to be indicating that the the level of response in terms of the likelihood of infection is. It ramps up from the first one, you know, I think it's something like 22 plus days, starts to, to climb up into the sort of 70%, um, what do they right. call it, efficacy, which is an yeah. odd odd word, but, but I think it means that you, you quite a high level of protection. And then if you... That, well, then if you get the second one and there's a good long wait for your your immune system to to sort of consolidate what it's 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 learned about these um these proteins and stuff that's been injected with then you get a really good up to 84% response yeah, right, uh, right. with the with the second one so it's both the second one and the delay seem to seem to improve it. So that's essentially what you were saying, I think, wasn't it? That, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, it's. I think it's a little bit of serendipity there. That I think the reason the gap was added was because they they weren't sure about the supply. So they, yes, yes. They were trying to make sure they didn't use up the 
the all of the supply on the second dose but yeah. uh, but i think in fact it's turned out to to be quite a good good uh, yes. strategy yes but for, for all for all the mistakes that have been made uh, I, th- I think we've been quite quite lucky with a number yeah. of outcomes but uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting because I, I said here that i think uh, the you know the, the uk has got among the worst uh, Death rate in Europe, sort of thing, around about, I think. Yeah. So we're yeah. Every, it's certainly over a, a, over a hundred thousand deaths, and it was interesting. I was I was reading um, a book, uh, it's a kind of body book, and it, it, I actually got it for, uh, from my mother-in-law, it, it, and it's sort of it's on my Kindle, and it, it just it's been going through all aspects of the human body and whatnot. It's quite fascinating. I wasn't sure when I, when I, when I got it because how much I'd enjoy it, but it, you can pick it up and put it down. So I think I'm not a, a, a big reader anyway. <clears throat> and um, I talked about all sorts of things and, and they got on about um, pandemics and whatnot. And I see this was written in 2017, I think. So it, it wouldn't know anything about the what, what's going on just now. But they were also going on about, I think, was it between... 2017 and 2010. I, I I can't remember if it was around that time period. But anyway, the, the, the you know they were, they were talking about how they reckon that the the you know the the, the Britain is among the spends a bit among the 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 least amount of money on healthcare. Although we actually have get quite good outcomes considering all of that. You know we're getting damn good value for money. But uh, I think they reckon that the cuts that had come in between I think it was 2000 and 10 or 2007 and 2017 or whatever it was, they reckon, they reckon that I could to possibly up to 120,000 premature deaths. So, yeah, yeah. So it's, wow. it's um, just, just, you know, just, 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 what can I say? You know, just, it's just, just crazy. And it's not like, well, I, I could go, I could go, I could go on and on about this, but I maybe better stop there, I think. It's, um, yeah, I think the, one of the lessons to learn is that politicians running, pandemic responses are not always the best no best indeed, solutions. Indeed. The, the the ones that don't listen to the the epidemiologists who who predict these sorts of yeah. things quite accurately are the, are uh, definitely well uh, as you'll know people in the uk will have heard what's it said you know some somebody's said recently was it well, i mean i won't was it i might be now was it not um Something about not not listening to experts. It's we're fed up listening to the experts. I can't remember the exact quote, but uh, there was some quote about you know we're fed up listening to experts. I think or something to that effect. Well, that's that's why you make a, a mess of it if you do that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um yeah, it's a ridiculous thing to say. I mean, I got terrible toothache, so I'll just go and see a plumber. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, makes no sense at all because that's no. you know, uh, I don't know. But, but yes, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's it's a subject we should maybe walk away from. For the I, th- I think, I think so, I think so. Uh, so um, I just can say that uh, from a personal point of view, I think um, it seems to be getting. Uh, I feel like more a bit more difficult to coping with the lockdown. I, I find it quite easy uh, to, for a good long while, but I'm finding it a bit more difficult now. Um, I haven't been into work since uh, I think it was last November, something like that. Uh, and home working, I, I find that uh, uh, quite stressful. Um, I think that things, uh, things, uh, you know, I think, well, 
everybody I seem to speak to, not just from my own company, but other places as well, that things are starting to go wrong. I, I remember when, when they started uh, talking about this or asking, you know, they were all very <clears throat> conscious of your um, mental health and all that, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But, in the, in, but, you know, the thing was that after a number of months went by, uh, it was all kind of forgotten about and, uh, you know, it's, it's at later stages it, it starts to creep in, uh, the, the difficulties. And, and, and on top of that, because, uh, because, oh, actually, I'm, I'm, I people are, 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 people are retiring and I'm having to take on more responsibility, uh, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite stressful. Um, and then, of course, you're living on top of one another and, and, uh, you know, the house is getting all cluttered. You've got stuff lying all over the place. And you tend to find it and at the beginning, beginning of the morning. Um, you know, by, by the time the day's over, you've got plates and dishes lying everywhere. You've got things strewn all over the place. It's just it's a, it's a nightmare, you know? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I know, I know that feeling well. Yeah, I know. It, it's. Um, I was talking to my daughter about this recently, and she... Uh, I think we both agreed that that um, somehow we seem to have lost motivation. It was really yeah. hard to to generate enthusiasm for things. Yeah. I think it's partly because you're just in the same environment, doing pretty similar things a lot of the time, and and you really need to get out of it for a while and do do something different somewhere in a different place, if possible. You know, so it, it's I think that that's that's part of it. In fact, she and I have been going for for walks to to uh, well two times a week at the moment, but maybe we're aiming for three just to just to go out for a bit a bit just in the locality, and yeah. uh, you know we we can chat as we go, and it's nice enough to to go and have a little bit of a walk by itself. But if you if you're walking with somebody, it makes it a lot more fun, I think. Yes, so, yes, absolutely. So that that I think that might be helping both of us uh, to to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I obviously uh, having a a, 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 a furry companion, we, we do go walks quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my mother uh, obviously serves on her own, but I think she goes out uh, uh, maybe not every day, but, but most days for a walk. And it must be harder for her. Um, but I, I do visit her uh, a number of times during the week, which I'm sure that must help. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's other, other advantages. I've, I've got written down here that I was uh, glad that I didn't need to, to drive during all the bad weather because we had some horrendous weather, didn't we? We had some pretty grim, snowy yeah. weather. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was very glad not to have to drive in that as well. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, that, that was an advantage. Uh, actually, um, it just felt like every time you were trying to clear the path, uh, just more stuff uh, came in. It's funny, I was looking on YouTube, at, uh, there was a chap from Canada and it was, uh, they call it a snow shovel, a snowblower type thing. It's like a, it's like a lawnmower for snow, you know. And it's, yeah. um, and you can get battery powered now. So you just hook it up your drive and just chucks it over the side. I thought oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I have a problem with mine actually because the way the houses are, are built around here, they're they're fairly close together. This is a standard sort of British estate with yes, some. Yes, me too. Some houses are, are detached, as they call them, and uh, uh, but some are semi-detached, where they sort of two houses stuck together with a communal wall. Um, and anyway, they're they're pretty pretty well packed together. And I've got a driveway that that uh, is moderately long, and it goes in between 
the two houses for half of its length down to my, my garage. Ah, yes. So when it's full of snow, there's no way to put the snow. You know, I, I, the, when, when it's light, you can shovel a line across it and put that pile of the snow you've moved in front of you and then go further again and do the same. But gradually the pile builds up until it's massive. But usually I try, if there's not too much snow, get that to a point where I can then move it to the to the right where the where my front garden is, I just chuck it on there. But um, right. we had we had I don't know about as much as six inches of snow at one point. Certainly a lot. Of snow. Yeah, it must have been something like that. Yeah, you know? and, and, yeah. And you're bearing in mind, I mean, I'm out in the sticks. You're in the middle of. Um, you know, you're you're in in, in Edinburgh area sort of thing, so mm-hmm. it's it's going to be uh, it's usually you know a bit, a bit worse out this way. So I was quite bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm up a hill, which I think might right. make it a little bit bit worse. Not not very much up a hill, but uh, sort of part way up the up the Pentlands hills, and uh, so you know, I think I think it can be a little bit more snowy here. Um, right, right. But uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But um, yeah, it's it was I. I was thinking it would be great if I had a sort of small wheelbarrow or something. I'd fill that up and then move it, <laughs> yeah, move yeah. the snow to the front. But, yeah. but and a snowblower wouldn't do me a, a huge lot of good unless you can make it blow forwards and then go back, go into the snow you've just blown in order to to move it. I, yeah, I well, I, I, we've got uh, a good long uh, um, driveway as well, and there's bushes either side. And there's like a, f- a fence and then bushes, and so it, it it probably wouldn't blow high enough to get onto the bushes and we just fall back down again. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't work for me either, and, and there wouldn't enough room to to get it past the cars. So um, yeah, I mean, if if you're uh, you know living in Canada and you've got to deal with this sort of thing all the time, then it's, it maybe is a is a, a a good thing. But I think I got myself a number of years back. It wasn't that many years ago. A, a snow shovel, you know, the kind of kind of flat plastic mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm, and yep. they're great. They're so much better than a normal shovel, you know. Oh, absolutely! Yes, yes. I've got three of these things. I've been trying <sighs> different models over the the years. You know, there's this sort of one which is just a sort of plastic flat thing, as you say, um, and that's fine. But if you get a lot, if the snow's heavy and wet. And you get a lot on that. It's really hard to control because it doesn't have a have a handle yes, at the yes, end. It's just my, a pole. That's what I've got. I can. Compl- that's my complaint on that one. And of course, actually, I end, end up hurting my wrist because I've I've got I've got bad wrists anyway. Mm-hmm. Partly to do with RSI and stuff. So uh, that can can cause me an issue. I must admit. I've got uh, I've got a shovel that was uh, sort of sold as a snow shovel or as something for clearing out of stables or something so you'd scoop up all the, the the straw and that type of stuff with it that's okay you can certainly get more and it's got a, a proper d-shaped handle at the end you know so you can, can control it a bit better but it doesn't yeah. scoop as deeply uh and of course they're plastic and they 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 don't yeah. they don't last yeah. all that well yeah i, I can remember uh, it was a lot of Last time there was really heavy snow, and there was a, I don't know if there was a while ago where uh, these snow shovels were uh, in very short supply because everybody wanted one, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I, so we, I think I can't remember, but for some reason we got one um, just before it all kicked off, and we felt so lucky, you know. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean they were completely sold of every shop, you know, across the land. There was. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we've had this for a number of years, and it's. It, I'm, I'm amazed it hasn't got cracked or broken, but it's it's been all right. So it does a job, which which is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've often thought it would be nice if you could get one 
made of uh, of thin sheet steel or something, you know, like a. In fact, <laughs> I saw a I saw um, a stainless steel sink in a in a skip <laughs> recently. And I was thinking, oh, I could probably saw that in half and make a shovel out of it. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking something yeah. like that. You know, take off all the extraneous bits of metal and put that on a handle, and that would be. That could be quite good, yeah. actually. When we were on holiday, I, I was in a, one of these uh, sort of wee local shops, uh, Armongery place, and they had these like mini snow shovels that supposedly fold up t- to use in your car. Oh, yeah. And I thought, thought oh, that'll be handy. So I, I got it, and I've got it in my car. Well, it, actually, I think now it's actually in, in, the, in the whole cupboard. But it, it's it's got this this nut thing where you, you, you release it, and it telescopes open. But it telescopes open by about two inches, so it's not worth the bother. You know, it's a complete <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it would be nice to find the the ideal yeah, thing for, yeah, for doing this, this sort of it, stuff. This yeah. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, 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 the uh, I was just going to say that um, it's, it's, you know, talking about um, changing sub- subject slightly, but about staying positive and all that. And uh, my wife, she, she read this thing about um, you know suggestion that you come up with three things at the end of the day, sort of thing, end of each day. Uh, three things that you think you were you were you were uh, three highlights or, or maybe things you're grateful for or something like that. I've been trying to do that. And I think that, that probably does tend to help, tends to keep lift your mood a bit. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. That is quite good. I've actually um, tried to make a, a sort of to do list type of thing every day, and then then work through as much of it as as I can. You know, being realistic about it, you don't have twenty things on your to do list, but. Uh, there was an HPR show a few weeks ago by Jeroen from um, the Netherlands. He was oh, talking right. about a thing called Task Warrior, which is. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that. You know, I did like that. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I actually. Um, a couple of months ago, actually, now I think. But anyway, I, I'd used Task Warrior back in the day, and uh, I just couldn't get on with it very well because. Anyway, I think it was me rather than Tarsimara. It usually is. But um, I thought, I'll kind of have a go at this again, see if I can use it properly, you know. So I have been, and I've been um, getting it to, uh, to, you can put stuff in like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I can't think of anything offhand. But, you know, you put in tasks um, that are recurrent ones, and um, and and it will... It doesn't alert you, but if you go and ask it what's what's on today, it will show you where you're supposed to have this one finished today. Right, and uh, right. well, this one, this one's overdue. Get, mm. so, get it sorted, and and it pops up the recurrent stuff. And I just find that the the the, the process of going through that and thinking, oh yeah, I said I was gonna wash the floor or whatever it was today and i haven't done it yet and uh now oh i've done it now yes so i can go go that and say task 42 done and and it, and that makes me feel really good you know i think well, it's it, similar sort of psychology is, is really what i mean yeah yeah i i used to have a a, a, a paper-based i've had too many things on the go then i would i would write it down you can fold fold, fold the sheet of paper into I can't remember if it's eight pieces, and you end up with a square, and you put it in your pocket, and and, I, and you can you can keep that bit of paper till almost disintegrates, you know, because you, you can fold. You've got if you've got eight, I can't remember if it's eight or I can't remember how many bits it's it's folded into, but I saw it on a YouTube um, uh, life hack or something like that, and I, and I found that quite 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 useful and just ad hoc. You see, my problem with with that um, 
Task Warrior, I thought, that's really good. And it does sound really powerful. And the way that it, I think it can do like natural language, it's things you can say to it and it, and it, and it works out what you're, what you, the context mm-hmm. of what you're saying mm-hmm. sort of thing. It yep. sounded very clever. Uh, and the idea of just, uh, um, working on the terminal sound, sound, sounded good. I really liked the idea of that. But the trouble is, is having access to something to, 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 to type it in with, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've got tablets, which are always on, uh, but my PC, well, it, it's not in use during the, during the week. It's, it's all disconnected. So I, I couldn't do that. I don't have a laptop. I've got a wee old Samsung thing, which takes too long to boot up. Um, you know, I, I, this is my problem. It's having access to it. That, that's the, that's the downside. If I had yeah. a, yeah. if I had some sort of clamshell thing that I could open and it would just be there, then it would be, it would be useful. And I think my, that's why I like my, my sign was always to hand. And I, I did try to get used to using the, the Google calendar and, uh, ah, I just couldn't get, you know, I just, just find it frustrating and, and, and I, and I just couldn't get over that at all, basically. That's what I'm building to. Yeah, you're quite right. Of course, I I, uh, I have a PC on my desktop here, the one I'm using right now, which gets switched on in the morning and stays running until I go to bed at night. So, and I, I'm mostly in the house, you know. So I I can easily go to that and and ask the task warrior what's what's going on and what I need to do and stuff. But but that's a pretty unusual and unworkable model for for many people i'm sure but i think task warrior has got a server-based thing which i I saw saw some reference to but haven't delved into yet so i I don't know whether you could be running on a raspberry pi and connect to it from your phone or something yeah Um, yeah of of course that 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 ties in change uh breaking the, the 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 Order in which we're talking about things, but you know, I was I was talking about um, laptops and netbooks and such like, and uh, my Samsung netbook is really getting a bit long in the tooth, and I've got I've got this uh, this I've got this voucher thing that I've got to spend, and it it, it uh, expires uh, maybe I can't remember middle of the, middle of the year something like that. And I'm not quite sure what to spend on. It's a nice thing. It's long. It's a long service award type thing, and I, I don't quite know what used to get a, a carriage clock or something like that. But, but anyway, this this voucher I don't want to spend it on. And I, I was toying with the idea of a of a Chromebook. And of course, the beauty of that is you open it up and it would just be there and, and live. So you could do something like that. But I don't like the idea for all the things you're talking about. You were talking. I listened to you just. I was actually listening to your last show about the. Was it the the monthly thing? And you were talking to um, Ken about the built-in obsolescence and all that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with all that. And the number of times I use a laptop, I don't need it to be instantly on. Well, apart from this this, this thing you're talking about just now. Um, and I was thinking that you know, I, I think bad. That does sound quite good as well. So I'm just not quite sure what to do. That to. No, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. Yeah, I, I looked at Chromebooks in the early days when they first came out, and a lot of people were just uh, putting Linux on them. But um, but then I think the they, they probably got a less amenable to to being usable Linux things. There's probably people who would disagree with that statement, but. Um, but they, they, they didn't appeal much to me, I have to say. But then I'm not a great laptop user. I do have a laptop, and uh, uh, it gets used, you know, once a month maybe. But it's not it's not constantly in use. Yeah, but I think uh, 
the the the, the Chromebooks now are a bit different beasts now than what they used to be. Uh, I've got a very early, well, an early Chromebook that's now out of date now. That my mother, that I actually, I got second hand myself, and I, and I actually gave it to my mother. But it's now since gone out of, out of, out of date. But um, I think now, that, as you'll know, they can run uh, Android apps, and they can also run. Uh, Linux apps as well, and I've got mm-hmm. Linux mode. So that did, did appeal to me. But uh, it's funny, I was, I was looking, I thought, well, I wonder what... Because you said to me about a, a, a ThinkPad, and I, I couldn't remember if you recommended the 240 or the 420. So I thought, I wonder what model my mother's got. So I was actually... I walked down to, to see her today, and uh, she's got a T62, which is my second-hand uh, cast-off. And I said, I said to the... She's got one of these speaker things. So the speaker thing, which I won't say the name of because my tablet might go daft if I do. But I said, hey, you know what? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, when was the T62 manufactured or something like that? And I said, oh, it was manufactured in 2007. And oh, right, okay. So that's a, it's getting on about 2007. And I said, okay, uh, when was the, the T240 manufactured? And it said... Uh, 1999, I thought, well, it can't be that one because that's even older than my mother's. So that can't have been what more, uh, uh, Dave was talking about. It must have been the 420. So I asked it, you know, what was when was the T420 manufactured? And she said, I don't understand that. And I tried again and I tried all different ways. I don't understand that. So I had to get the, the, the tablet out and, and have a look. And it was 2011, I think, actually. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know much about them, to be honest with you. The reason I mentioned no. them was because both both of my well actually my two both my kids and my and my son's girlfriend had both gone down that that road you know because there were some really good deals available on uh, eBay a year or so back yeah uh, and they got I mean my daughter's machine uh, is absolutely brilliant for what she needs you know it's small mm-hmm. it's it's port well it's a laptop so it's bound to be portable. Two batteries. It's well power, powerful enough for her needs, and uh, you know, uh, it's it. I, I don't know what it was though. I don't know precisely what model it is, and um, it, there were lots of them available. There probably still are lots of them available from uh, businesses who've bought them, and then they need to replace them after a certain yeah. period of time, and they become cheaply available on, well, on eBay. I, th- I think that uh, I, I mean, I, I, like you, I, I don't know anything about any of these ThinkPads. I mean, I, as I say, years ago, I bought my bought myself a T sixty two, which I gave to my mother, and uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's a thirteen year old anyway now. And when I when I got it, the, there's a little bit of play on the hinge, and it was like that from day one. Even though the hinge is lovely and stiff and tight, and it still is, um, I don't know if if where the hinge attaches to the chassis is a, is a tiny bit loose, uh, but it's got no looser. Uh, it's built like a rock, you know. Everything just works mm-hmm. perfectly mm-hmm. on the thing. Yeah. But uh, it's just it's now getting very slow. Considering, well, because Ubuntu, uh, she Ubuntu on it, and obviously Ubuntu's getting fatter and fatter every all the time. So it, it does take a while to to boot up, and, and it's a wee bit slow. So I just wondered. I mean, the T four twenty. I think there was ones now. Now they may have been, they may have been on eBay. You know, so many days to go. So maybe that wasn't the final price. But I was, I think there was like eighty pounds, ninety pounds. Mm-hmm. But uh, there may be a lot more than that if you let them go to the final countdown time sort of thing. So I don't know what they would cost. But yeah, I mean, I, I do like the idea of a ThinkPad, I must admit. So I'm, I'm just torn what to do. Uh, so that still gives me this problem. What, what does what does spend my? I've got I've got a four hundred pound voucher. It's a nice nice problem to have. I must admit, but I don't want to spend it on. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Those those sorts of decisions can be a lot more difficult. <laughs> I've always found I'm not yeah. very good at not very good at uh, coming up with a solution to that type of thing. I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. Following on with it, we're kind of jumping all over the thing. But following on from the technology things, I I I, I got uh, I got myself, and, and again, I feel slightly guilty for buying it. I, I try not to buy stuff, you know. But I mean, we all get kind of hooked into into, into the buying new things, you know. Uh, so, so I, I got myself um, an electric hand warmer, would you believe? Oh, and that's coming very handy, I can tell you. Well, yes, I saw that. I've, I've never... Uh, the only ones I've ever seen, my daughter was doing the Duke of Edinburgh Award um, a few years ago. She got up to the final level. In, in case anybody doesn't know, the Duke of Edinburgh Award is a sort of young person's challenge thing where you you get uh, different levels of award there's a bronze a silver and a gold one i think and you have to do various challenges including a lot of um things like orienteering she she did a with the group she was with she did a walk from Ullapool in the north of Scotland across to the the opposite coast on the the east i'm not sure what wow. area it was so you know Long walk, camping, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And she had one of she had some of these hand warmers that you 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 put in hot water and heat them up, and then you click a thing inside them oh, and it yes, releases yes. releases the heat. Yeah, so she uh, found that very useful for, uh, for herself. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got kind of bad circulation in my hands anyway, and uh, I've had all kinds of hand warmers. I've got well. I, th- I think I could give them one of these ones that, that you heat up in the boiling water. But for me, they don't tend to last long enough. And I didn't think that's what you were going to say. Um, I've also got, um, well, the one, I, the one I thought you were going to talk about was was the one where you, you it's a sachet and you, you, you take it out of the bag and when air reaches it, it, it activates itself. And uh, I think people tend to use them up, up mountainside and stuff. They're like for serious mm-hmm. hill walkers. Mm-hmm. But they last, you know, nearly the whole day or the many, many hours. Uh, and I think my brother uh, gave me a pack, which I would never buy myself because well, I think it feels a bit wasteful. It's a one-off and you chuck it away. But it's, um, to my mind, it, it lasts far far too long for, for me. I'm not a serious hill walker. I'm not going to be up the mountains for 10 hours. You know, so <laughs> so, so yes. that, that wasn't any good. And mm. um, I, I've I've got the I think the 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 best thing I came across was the the uh, Zippo lighter hand warmer, and oh, and, and yeah, that yeah. that's very good. But but it's getting it going. It's getting the wick. It's got a you know a catalytic catalytic converter type thing in it. It's it's um you sometimes you think you've got it lit and it's not, and then sometimes it's lit and you bump it and it it, it the 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 top came off and moved the wick and it cut out. So, but generally speaking, it's it's pretty good, and and you it could last. It you can you can pour as much lighter fluid in it, fluid in it or hand warmer fluid as you like, and it it could last all day if if required. So it's very very good. But it's it's a hassle of you know igniting it and, and you know pouring stuff in, fiddling about with it. If you're just going to go out for a walk, it's a lot of hassle. Whereas with the electric hand warmer, click on, click off, and that's yeah. it. So it's yeah. nice and handy that way. Yes, yes. I think the one my daughter had was just a sort of emergency thing, like you, you you had to take one of those or pair of those and you had to take a bivy bag uh, as right. well. Those types of things were sort of standard issue right, for, right. for these types of expeditions. So, yeah, so it was really, really – and it wasn't even the winter, I think, that she did the – 
did her last uh, last war. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't know. It's it's a it's rated at uh, ten thousand milliamp hours. That the you can also charge your phone with it and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, I, I do wonder how long it's going to last. And I mean, it, it tells you, you know, don't don't leave it too long without use or, or, or shorten the life of the battery. I mean, I know, kind of know that anyway. Particularly, I, I knew about not leaving it at one hundred percent. You know, I guess these lipo batteries are are best. Although it didn't say in the manual, but you know, leave it about 50% charge if you're going to leave it any length of time. They just say don't leave it any length of time at all. So uh, time will tell whether it, how, how long it it, it, um, it lasts. But I've got one of these um, USB, it's like a wee digital display and it, it, it logs how many milliamp hours uh, charge it takes. And um, it, 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 it I think it topped out, at, was it maybe something like, 8,000 milliamp hours. So you never get the full capacity from these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not too bad, you know, considering the size of it. But uh, it's pretty much, that's, that's like eight amps for one hour. I mean, that's 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 just, just astounding, you know, it's just <laughs> the capacity of these things. So yeah, yeah. hand grenade now, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. These um, lithium-ion battery things are, are amazing. I've got several of them. In fact, I was thinking of doing a... Raspberry Pi project where I wanted to do, right. and, you know, set up a camera outside and run it with one of one of the smaller ones of those. So you could oh, yeah. you could get them from Lidl for for just a few pounds. You know, for I can't remember what the rating was, but it should have been enough to run a small Raspberry Pi for yeah, for several yeah. days at least. So, um, and you know, you said you've got a, a a new Pi thingy. I can't remember what you called it now. What what was the Pi thing you've got with the, oh, the headers that don't match? <laughs> I've got a Raspberry Pi Pico, which is um, right. a different. Um, it's not a Raspberry Pi at all. It just comes from the Raspberry Pi Foundation. Ah, right. So it's a it's a microcontroller. It's it's like a Arduino in terms of its right. functionality. Oh right, okay. And uh, it is compatible with the Arduino IDE thing that you can use to to program it. I haven't actually used used it yet. I was struggling to get the headers on straight. <laughs> right. I thought I got them on really dead straight, and then I tried to put the thing into a breadboard, and it wouldn't. It was really oh, really hard. Oh yes, yes, that's going to be pretty accurate enough. Yes, I can yeah. understand that. I didn't have a breadboard to hand when I was putting the, the right, headers on, which right. was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to re resold them. I think I think I'll probably put the, put them lightly into a, a breadboard and then heat yeah. heat the whole side yeah, and then yeah. uh, then sort of realign it. Hopefully, yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, uh, that's that's that sounds excellent. Um, good stuff, good stuff. So um, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's not a lot to say about it at the moment, but yeah, you should you should check it out if you're interested. All right, you you got plans for it to do something with it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got um, actually bought an accessory for the Pico, which is a little uh, keyboard with LEDs behind it, so a sixteen by sixteen keypad thing, uh, and you can plug a Pico into it and get a USB keyboard. I rather fancied the idea of having a USB keyboard plugged into my uh, my PC, so you could. I think you can set it up so it will generate key sequences, or so you can make it send a whole bunch of of keystrokes to oh, right. r- run right. a program or something like that, or mm. or see, turn see. turn the sound up or down or something like that. That was my thinking. All oh, right, right, very good, very good. Aye, aye. It's um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's 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 limited by your own imagination, I guess. Really, 
Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's I don't have a lot of imagination, but <laughs> it's, I need to <laughs> need to learn how to do this sort of stuff. I think so. It's a it's an interesting microcontroller. It's got two cores in it, and there's all sorts of talk about running the two in parallel in interesting ways, which which sounds sounds quite uh, quite fun. I quite like to get into that. I've not really done that sort of stuff for a long, long time. So yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, it's, I, finding finding the time, I find, and 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 as you say, as you said as well, the the, the motivation. It's funny, but I can't remember if I heard you say or somebody said recently that um, that they had this. The, the conclusion was that that Linux use had, had dropped by fifty percent or something like that during the pandemic. Now I don't know where where I where I heard that figure from. But, you know, certainly from my point of view, I could definitely uh, agree to that, you know, because, well, as I say, I, I can't get near my PC, and when I do, I can't really be bothered. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have any direct experience, so it's, it's hard to hard to judge. The people I know are using Linux a lot, I think, but uh, and I do, of course, but my family are not interested in... Well, it's not strictly true. My family don't do much Linux, but my son's... MSC course requires him to to do a fair bit, so he's uh, he's actually got into Linux quite a, quite a lot, you know. In his uh, in his course, he's his course is covering artificial intelligence and, and that type of stuff. So all right, wow, so, fascinating. So yeah. University has uh, yeah. has virtual servers available for the students, so and they're all running Ubuntu. He asked me for a little bit of advice in the first few weeks, and then he then he was way ahead of me. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is it. This is it. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Funny. I remember you. You were saying to to Ken about was it the the Mars rover using um, FFM peg? Is that was that what you said? That, that was what Ken said. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't even know that. That's that's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I use. I just I was I was, I was telling uh, Mrs X about that, and I said, "Oh yeah," and I said, "Because I I use that to sometimes to do uh, convert uh, process video as well." And uh, of course, it was like, "Oh yeah, she has glazed eyes again." You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Actually, now I think of it, my daughter. My daughter's looking to get a job in science communication. That's what her MSc was in. And she's jo- jobs are not easy to get these days, but no, science, science communication is a, is a booming area. And she's saying, oh, do you know, I think I need to get into computer programming. And I'm going, ooh, because she's not wanted to, she's not needed to get that involved. So I don't know whether she's going to be um, asking me for advice on that. Uh, on um, Linux and that type of stuff. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 uh, or uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, what's that? What is it? The, the I'm trying to remember the the, the language that you, you it's not wasn't awk. What was what was that? I mean, gonna, what was that language that you're you, that you you're keen on? Uh, uh, it's oh, what's it called now? I can't the one think. I the, the scripting language I yeah, use scripting like, yeah, most yes. often is probably Perl. Pearl, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, I, I'd, I'd imagine she wouldn't find uh, too much use for Pearl. I, <laughs> I doubt. I doubt that very much. <laughs> yeah, Knowing yeah. in her degree uh, in biology, the students all really needed to learn quite a lot of 
R, which is um, a, a package for doing statistics, but it's, there's a moderate amount of programming at the level of bringing together bits of the R package in order to make, you know, do statistical work. Um, right, right. Thing to, mm. thing to read the data, a thing to reformat the data, yeah. a thing yeah. to generate statistical right. methods and that sort of stuff so so yeah. she 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 knows she knows a way around her, this type of stuff but uh, so. yeah yeah very good very good so uh i don't know how much uh more you want to, to carry on with us um <laughs> yeah. our list, list is ridiculously long when yeah, you look at it, it, isn't it, it? Is, i know it, it does. but we we're an hour, an hour and ten minutes, according to me, into yeah. this. Yeah, is, is it? Wow, wow. Hopefully, it will trim down a little bit. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm, but, I'm happy to carry on. It's uh, but um, we might be, a, might be, it might be better if we were to uh, to wind things down. Now. Yeah, um, yeah. Poss- we could possibly. always uh, trim back the, the list of stuff and and chat yeah. again in, in yeah, the that, not that, too distant future. I, I'm of course Ken would, Ken would like that because I'll get. Uh, Two shows to the price of one sort of thing. Yeah. Absolutely, these are important factors. <laughs> well, the thing is, as I say, you're finding it. I don't know. I'm finding it a struggle to to pull shows together. I I must admit, I've got one. I'm I'm completely out of shows because I usually have some shows um, to, to to send in if, if if the queue gets a bit low, sort of thing. But I've I've, I've no spare shows at all. I've, although I'm working on one, but uh, which I hope to get pulled together this weekend. But we'll see. So this is so. Yeah, we'll, we'll see anyway. But yeah, that that's, that sounds ideal. Yeah, I I, I'm, I have similar problems with shows. I should say, I used to be able to produce, you know, about one a month or something because I I've, I do still do have a long list of things I'd quite like to do, and oh. ideas for series and that sort of stuff. But I cannot bring myself to to get on with at the moment. It's yeah, really hard. Yeah, I I am working on a final show on the said said uh, stream Ooh, editor yeah. thingy yeah yeah um, oh, that'll be good a show six and wow. um, i said that when i finished the when i thought i was finishing the five shows that i would try and bring the notes together and make a wee booklet out of it and i'm i'm sort of about 90 percent of them uh, the way through that so mm-hmm. i'm hoping to produce a an epub or a pdf or something or both that's that's just what i was going to ask because i wonder what format you'll you'll do it and yeah that, that 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 would be excellent actually yeah well it would be nice if there was an index and it would be nice if you could you could easily find stuff that's one of the i forget a lot of this stuff you know, I go looking back at my notes, and it's it's a bit of a struggle to find stuff. So, putting it into a form where you can find things more easily, I think, would be uh, quite a, a valuable thing. So, I, I've not I've not got any shares in any of these sort of things, but the, the book series that I oh sorry sorry I, I, my my mouse fell off the push to talk button. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I forgot that uh, if my mouse falls, there's a kind of square and it says push to talk. And if your mouse slides off it, it unkeys. So, um, yeah. So I was just going to say that I've got uh, pocketbooks and whatnot. And I was so impressed with the first one that I bought more. I don't have any shares or or any, you know, linked to any of these. But my my very first one was a Linux pocketbook um, by O'Reilly, you know, and that's great Mm -hmm. for... Now, I mean, it's just, a, it gives you, you know, all, all the sort of common text processing type, well, and, and Linux commands and whatnot. And it's really small and concise. And uh, and then after I got that, I thought, well, that's quite handy. So I've got other ones. I've got one for grep. I've got one for bash. I've got one for Python. I've got one for said and awk. Um, said and awk one's tiny. It's, uh, how many pages is that now? Oh, it's 
I don't know, 35, 40 pages, something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're really good and great great references. I'd, I'd highly recommend those, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good thing to have. I've got a lot of post-its around the place, which ah. reminds me of strange things I have to type in Vim because that's my favorite editor. If I want to do things like enclose the current paragraph in such and such as and in many cases, they're hacks that I've made myself, but I can never remember how, how to use them, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Very Happy, good. Very some good. means of easy access to a crib sheet for this type of stuff would, Indeed. Be, would be very Indeed. desirable. But, yeah, yeah. I look forward to, uh, to to seeing that when it when it, when it gets pulled together. That'll be, that'll yeah. be excellent. I, yeah. I do really enjoy it. I mean, the thing is, it's one of these things where it's probably good to be able to try it along with it i never I very rarely get the chance to do that but even even just listening it's surprising i can remember things i've read in the books and say oh yeah i, re- I remember that or, or i didn't know that so it's, i still get valuable information mm-hmm. uh, and find it really interesting to listen to home doing dishes or whatever you know good good yes so we will get back to doing shows at some point but uh it's been a bit of a struggle, but thank thank goodness a lot a lot of people are are coming stepping up to the plate and uh, and sending stuff in. So very much, including yeah, yourself, good. of course. No, of course, so. just uh, yeah, just we've well, got to do what we can, I suppose, and just uh, you know, it's just in these in these uh, in these what do they call it in these. In these uh, what was it? What, what was the phrase again? In these times, <laughs> these, tru- these troubling times, times troubling yes. times. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, very good. All right then, let's um, let's call a halt at this point. That's been really good. Thank you very much for for, for joining in and having the the chat and all that sort of stuff. It's, yeah, like likewise, and I hope yeah, you're, it's uh, fun. Uh, it's good fun, and we'll obviously pencil in one for later on, I suppose, at some point. So yeah, all yeah. the best for now then. All right then, see you later. Bye bye. Bye bye then. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.